Happy New Year 2024. Wow. Uh, welcome to another episode of All Things Considered Franchising, powered by Scott Milo's FranchiseCoach.com. All Things Considered Franchising is a podcast dedicated to the entrepreneur, the franchise industry, independent business owners who are thinking about either franchising their business or getting into franchising, and of course, entrepreneurs who are seeking to diversify their portfolio or get into business ownership for the first time. Scott Milo's FranchiseCoach.com is an organization, consulting organization that I started many, many, many years ago, helping people research and explore business opportunities, helping them uh, zero in on the roadmap, uh, what kind of businesses they would like, and of course, introducing them to the concepts and helping them through the validation process so they can make a validated decision. I have um, back today another brand that I had on probably about seven, eight months ago. Uh, one of my favorite brands, uh, although it is a brand that uh, does require some uh, thick skin, as I guess is the best way for me to put it. Uh, I'm pleased to welcome to the show for the first time, uh, Danessa Itaya, uh, who is president of brand, uh, but not brand one, Bio One. I apologize, Bio One. Uh, Danessa, welcome to the uh, show. Holiday uh, holiday hangover for me, I guess. <laughs> thanks, Scott. Thanks, thanks for having me. Yeah, no, this is great. I enjoy talking about Bio One and the, the exciting things we've got going on over here. Now, you are... Um, not new, but new to the position of president uh, with uh, Bio One, uh, but you're not new to franchising. Maybe tell the audience a little bit about your background, how you got into franchising, uh, why you stay in it. I always like to ask that question because uh, I think it's a fascinating industry, but uh, and it has a lot of pluses. But uh, you know, tell us a little, tell us your story. Tell us a yeah, little bit about absolutely. you. And happy to. Yeah, uh, like when people say uh, that I've been in franchising for 30 years, it makes me sound old. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but I guess I am getting older. Uh, you know, yes, we I think all like, are, yes. Right, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, think, uh, I think franchising is probably one of the most amazing communities out there as it relates to just uh, the ability to um, help people get into business for themselves, but not by themselves. And and I, I, I think it's the charm of franchising. Um, but I, like most people, kind of got into it by accident. I started in accounting, got an accounting assistant job. Wow. My job was to enter royalty reports for Molly Made. So again, just kind of stumbled into it and had the opportunity to grow and to wear a number of different hats. I was there for about 20 years and uh, then had the opportunity to uh, move on and to, to join some other brands. So it's it is it's it's an amazing business model i think folks are um just being able to surround yourself with people who love doing what you do uh and so similar you know like franchising it's a community and so yeah, it's, no, you're blessed. absolutely right yeah i've been blessed for 30 years there well you know it's funny you know um i haven't I, i've been in this industry for a long time not quite as long as you um but i think it's fair to say that the industry has changed and there's been an evolution over the years. It's yeah. become a, a, a real rock foundation or a rock force, I would say, in the business community of ways for people to get into business ownership. Um, you know, when people think about franchising, they immediately think, you know, Subway, McDonald's, you know, um, but there is so much more outside of those four walls 
that uh, there are so many different opportunities for so many people. And that brings me to, to, to bio one. I mean, it's, you know, it's just one of those things that you would never think would be a franchise or matter of fact, it wouldn't even be a business, a business right? you know, because you would think it would be in the back room in a closet in a police station, so to speak, or in a fire department. And that's how it runs. So tell us a little bit about bio one, its uniqueness, and, you know, we'll kind of get into the qualities or the characteristics you're looking for in your franchisees. But it, 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 I guess in a nutshell, it's crime scene or I don't know what the other word is, but it's crime scene cleanup and management. Yes. Crime scene, trauma cleaning. We do the, essentially the cleanup that nobody else wants to do. Um, as soon as you tell people you're in crime scene trauma cleaning, you know, their eyebrows go up. They want to hear your grossest story. And it's really, <laughs> it's really interesting, right? We're all fans of a true crime podcasts. We love that yeah. stuff. Um, but right. it's really interesting. I think, I think the, the side of, of what we do is, um, that people don't necessarily uh, think about first when they think about getting into business. And most people think, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I have the stomach for it. When you ask our franchisees why they are the satisfaction, their satisfaction for Bio One is so high, it's the ability to give back to their community and it's the ability to help people sometimes on the worst day of their life. And so I think sometimes we forget that aspect right. of the business as well. We generally tend to think about cleaning up blood and guts and, and things like yep. that. Um, but, uh, you know, when you have the ability to help someone get back into their home or you have the ability to just be that empathetic person um, when they absolutely have absolutely no idea what the next step is. And that's, that's yep. what we hear regularly from our customers and from our franchisees. You know, it's funny, you know, as a, as running my consulting organization, talking to clients, I, I, I always like to talk about businesses that are in need versus a want. And, yeah. you know, and, and, and I remember talking and presenting this to one of my clients a couple of months ago, and they, they, they said to me and they kind of chuckled and they said, you know, Scott, it's one thing. You know, there are people that own McDonald's and Subways that don't want to open because it's snowing out. This is one of these businesses. Bio One is a business model. They said that, you know, you, you would hope that you never got a call. But at the same time, if you're not getting a call, <laughs> right. you're not doing right. any business. So yeah. where where is the mindset of your franchisees? Obviously, you're helping within the community. You're dealing with, uh, you know, trauma uh, for families or certain situations, but where is the mindset of, other than helping the community, where is the mindset of your franchisee? Where, where is the model taking people as far as business ownership? Because it is unique. I mean, let's face it. Yeah, it's, it's extremely unique. And, and there's two components to it. One is um, making sure that the community knows that we exist. So that's, that's one component of it. And who do I call? Who do I, you know, when the police is, the police are out in the field and they've got this situation, who do they call? And or right. who do they refer? Who do they tell the family to call? Um, and so that's, that's one component of it. Um, local boots on the ground marketing is very much um, a big component of our business. And so that kind of sales and marketing mindset. But the reality is, I, I know we touched on this, is, is our motto is help first, business second. And so for that, we've got franchisees 
who, um, you know, they've created funds where they say, hey, uh, no customer should have to clean up a suicide of a family member. And so for that, if for some reason you can't pay for it, we will cover it for you. I mean, it's, Interesting. it's, it's pretty amazing when you think about that help first mentality. It's, it's less about let's get the job, let's, let's close the deal. And it's more about how do we help members in our community? Um, so you've got that component to it, um, which is pretty amazing. Um, it's, it's, you know, as, as you think about being in a business that one is, is a great business model and you know, that you can, you know, you can make some money out of it, but then two being so actively tied in the community to say, Hey, uh, our community trusts us to come in, right. take care of something and, um, and, and treat them with respect and empathy. Uh, and, uh, it's interesting. Um, you know, one of the big questions or, and I guess it's just kind of it, over the last few years, it's been a, a, a common question that people that are looking to get into business ownership for the first time, especially the first time are asking. And, and, and it comes out and the term is semi-absentee. It, it just seems to be so popular now. I don't know where it came from. Uh, first of all, I don't know, you know, I don't know where the thought of being investing, you know, a couple of hundred thousand or three hundred thousand dollars in the business, and you would want to just turn over the key, you know, and have somebody run it for you, unless it's family. But with that being said, and you talked about sales aptitude, is this really a owner? Is the model really designed for an owner operator really to get out there and network? Is it is it is it geared towards somebody who is already kind of rubbing rubbing elbows with the community? And not looking to establish, you know, for the first time relationships, but somebody who already has relationships. So it's interesting. Um, and we get asked this question all the time. So I'm glad you asked it. Um, I, um, one of our fastest growing businesses, her background, uh, stay at home mom. She was a stay at home mom and she said, Hey, I want to get into business. And she saw a need and, and she said, Yeah, absolutely, all day long. Uh, and then on the other hand, I've got another business that's growing phenomenally, um, and he's a former right. police chief. So, so you know, you you, you get a little bit of both. Um, but what what I tell people is, um, you know, Bio One is it when it was started, it was very much owner operator. It was very much um, someone who wanted to be involved in their community and give back. Uh, and we talk about this concept of semi absentee, and we look at it, we call it. Uh, more maybe the executive model. So you start right. out, you're out in the field because you need to know, you need to understand what we do. You need to understand the people aspect of, of this business. Um, and so you, we tell people you start out in the field, but name of the game for the franchisee is to, um, we tell it's, it's, you know, the hazmat suit, we call it getting out of the suit. Uh, and so right. for some folks, some of our franchisees, they say, I love being in the suit. I love that interaction with franchisees and that's great. And they grow their business that way. Others say, Hey, listen, I'm going to be in the suit, but my goal is to be out of the suit by X. And so being able to really continue to build their business into whether it's own multiple franchises, um, buy one franchises, or whether it's, you know, to um, continue to focus on one specific area. Uh, so from, from our standpoint, we've got both models. It, it just depends on what the franchisee wants, whether they're, you know, I've got a, a part-time firefighter and uh, this is what he does. And he just bought his second business 
and uh, and a lot of people who help him are some of his fellow firefighters. Interesting, interesting. So that leads me to the the next question. We're, we're talking to uh, Danessa Italia, who's president of uh, Bio One. I'm Scotty Miles, the host of All Things Considered Franchising. Um, one of the questions today that comes up quite a bit is uh, the labor market, uh, the labor pool. Um, you know, I guess I'm just trying to visualize. Yeah. You know, running an ad on uh, Indeed, you know, uh, you know, it's one thing to run, you know, looking for sandwich line or line cooks or this or baby, you know, whatever the business model may be. But how, where is, and it's interesting because you almost answered my question, you know, uh, firemen, police officers that may be looking for part-time work or whatever, but where is the labor pool coming from? I mean, yeah. are, are you surprised to see the amount of people that may be interested in something like this as a, as a position? I mean... Talk to us about the labor yeah. Uh, part of it. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, you know, I mean, these days, I think it's probably top of mind for most people is, you know, uh, whether it's a McDonald's or whether it's a, you know, a residential cleaning company, how do I get labor uh, and where do they come from? And for Bio One, it's really unique. Um, one is there is a specific level of training that's required. So from our standpoint, we're not, um, we're, we're bringing in maybe a little bit uh, higher caliber team member, um, someone who's perhaps um, comes with some restoration work or some, um, or, uh, you know, is, is um, very hands-on uh, involved. Um, but we also are, are, you know, we're not paying minimum wage either. Um, right. Some of the things that we do are very, very specialized, um, whether it's drug remediation or whether it's you know, uh, a bio cleanup um, or whether it's hoarding, it's going to vary just depending on on the type of job. But because of the training involved, um, we're bringing in, uh, you know, uh, you know, the, the higher caliber team member um, that's really, you know, is a technician um, and they're able to uh, really work closely with the consumer or with with the customer to be able to help them understand why we go through the processes that we do. And being able to one, you know, be that forward-facing uh, to the customer, but then also being able to lead a team uh, or or um, do right out in the field. Absolutely. I guess there has to be some sensitivity in this part of the business when you're dealing with uh, people that it's, are in. You know, it's kind of like I would, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's one thing to be, you know, the funeral home or the funeral director, but mm -hmm. this is this is actually the cart before the horse. <laughs> in in yeah. some ways, I mean, you're dealing with the dra the trauma, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, well before you know anybody else is really dealing with it with the families and everything. So it's interesting. Right. Um, as far as the setup of the company, the uh, the the metrics, the financials, uh, the number of employees, maybe just kind of walk us through investment. Give us a kind of a, an overall profile of what someone should expect when they're coming in. Uh, who wants to investigate this or would want to move what how many employees investment level work from home not work from home do you need a uh, uh, do you need some type of off-site to store equipment give us a little background on that absolutely absolutely or our business model um, generally what we're looking at is about 120 anywhere from 125 to 150 thousand um, initial investment there uh, with that, uh, you're generally looking at two team members. So sometimes it's the franchisee uh, and then someone to help. And, and that's, you know, for safety reasons as well is, you know, it's it's always good to, to go into a home or, or wherever it is uh, with two people. 
they do need um, a, you know, a box truck. Uh, some, some of our franchisees start out with a trailer, um, but just being able to carry your supplies, being able to carry, right. you know, depending on the type of cleaning. Uh, and then uh, with that, um, you know, generally our franchisees will start out of their home as their business continues to grow. They'll look at, um, to move to more of a, a class B kind of light industrial uh, area so that, um, you know, they can continue to grow and expand, uh, whether that means adding additional vehicles or uh, additional team members there. Um, but, you know, we work closely with, you know, the, uh, you know, whether it's uh, hoarding uh, jobs or whether it's bio jobs or, uh, you know, some of the, the um, uh, specific insurance related jobs. Right big focus, big focus for us. And, and, you know, for us this year, our big focus is, is looking at national accounts and how can we provide with a, with a footprint that bio one now has, you know, the ability to be able to provide the service, um, to, you know, different companies across the, the United States here. Right. Well, it's an interesting business model. Again, we've been talking to, uh, Danessa Italia, who is president of bio one. I'm Scotty Miles, the host of all things considered franchising. Um, any closing thoughts? I mean, uh, you know, who who picks up the phone and says, hey, Danessa or Scotty, I want to learn more about Bio One. I mean, where, where, where are we looking? I mean, you mentioned the executive model, the executive, uh, obviously people that may be involved in law enforcement or, um, you know, uh, firefighters, police officers, uh, maybe military type people. But is there anybody else that you've seen that has come into your business model that, you know, you mentioned a housewife, you know, um, but any other surprises, any other things that, you know, uh, any uh, categories of people that you've seen that have come in? You know, it, it's interesting and, and maybe most franchisors see this, but it, it's all over the place. Right. Uh, you know, as I look at my top performers, people always ask, you know, more than anything, I don't know if it's so much background as it is skill set. And so we're looking for people who, one, have sales and marketing mindset two are are willing to follow a model i think that's key in, in yes 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 we all took a marketing course right we all took a, a you know we've all balanced our checkbook but being able to recognize hey we've already done the hard work and figured out the way to make this work and so just follow trust us follow the model and uh and you know uh, when when i see people veer off the model man it's expensive to get them back on and and yeah, you know, you're at, you, you're right. You, you make a great point, Danessa, because, you know, I have this question uh, in discussion with my clients at scottmilesfranchisecoach.com. We, 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 we go through this dialogue a lot and conversation about, um, you know, how do, uh, you know, what, what if I fail? And, yeah. you know, obviously you want to go into business ownership with a very positive uh, attitude. And, you know, with the, you know, I always like to use the phrase failure is not an option, but, in, in a franchise model, there's really one reason people fail. I mean, it, 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 and, and it's because, like you said, they're just not following the system. They want to reinvent the wheel. And, you know, if you can go into franchising with, a, with an understanding that you want to delegate the processes and follow the processes, maybe come up with a good idea six months, 12 months down the road, that's great. But learn the systems, learn the processes, then you will be successful. So it, it's good that BioOne focuses on that. And, and making sure that people are, uh, you know, can follow a process because that's the important part. It's, it's huge. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, it's funny because I, I, I tell clients the reason that when you're investing in a franchise, the process can take 60 to 90 days. Uh, is it because, you know, could it be, you know, do you want red or white and buy it on Wednesday and pick it up on Thursday? But the idea of the 60 to 90 days is making sure that both franchisor and franchisees are comfortable in the process. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's the only reason it takes 90 to 120 days. <laughs> and it's, it's, a, it's a long-term relationship. I mean, yes. I, I look at this and I say, hey, we, we, we date for 60 to 90 days. And it's, you know, with a, with a 10-year agreement, that is sometimes longer than some marriages. And so yes. we say, let's make sure that, you're, that we're good fits for each other. I think that's important. All right. Uh, Danessa, real quickly, if somebody wanted to get a hold of Bio One or learn more, uh, website, what's the best website they can go to? Absolutely. Bio One Inc. Franchise.com. Best okay. way to reach us. Uh, and then you can always reach out to me, Danessa.Itaya at BioOneInc.com as okay. well. All right. And then, of course, if anybody has additional questions, you can always reach out to me, Scotty Milas. Uh, Danessa, it's been great having you. We hope to get you back in the next six months or so just to get an update. But I, I find it to be a fascinating business model. And again, if, if somebody's really interested in getting into a business model that's, look, I, I mean, and I don't mean it in a negative way, outside the box of what people think of a business model, this is a great start and a great, and a great organization. The training, the the operational marketing support is sensational. It's over the top. So, uh, so thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. This is Scotty Milas. I am your host of All Things Considered Franchising, uh, powered by scottmilasfranchisecoach.com. If you'd like to be a guest on All Things Considered Franchising, feel free to uh, visit my LinkedIn page or website, allthingsconsideredfranchising.com, scottmilasfranchisecoach.com is also a website to visit if you're interested in learning and exploring business ownership, have some questions and want to kind of just kind of build that roadmap and uh, business model to uh, see what brands potentially could be a fit. Feel free to reach out to me. You can also call me at 860-751-9126. I still use the phone. And two, you can also email me at scott at scottmilasfranchisecoach.com. This is Scotty Milas. Until next time, have a great day.